Your three steps to wealth starts in three, two, one, now. This is The Three Steps to Wealth. Hello, I'm Scott Hogue. This is podcast number three, and there's plenty more where this one came from. If you've missed any of the podcast, I suggest that you take the time to listen to them and catch up. In any case, welcome to The Three Steps to Wealth. We're going to start first with a little review. Number one. A relatively small percentage of people own a large percentage of the wealth in the world. Number two, there's a reason for that. Number three, we live in a cause and effect world. You do something and that's a cause. Something happens as a result and then that is the effect. Throw a baseball and it hits the window. The window breaks and you're in trouble is the effect, or at least it was for me some years ago. Number four. Successful people and wealthy people are doing things that create causes that bring them their results or wealth. Wealth is the effect of their cause set in motion or action. Five, we often go about doing things in a backward sort of way, and that doesn't usually work too well. Now, I'm still promising that we're going to cover that more later. Six, most people don't know how to do what they know to do. Seven, I care about all this for you because... I had a very hard time learning this. I had a very hard time before I learned it. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. And for my life to make sense, I just simply must help others to learn this information. I pay too much for this to just keep it to myself. Number eight, there are three steps to wealth and three secrets to those three steps. Now, that's most of the high points in a nutshell. In our last session... I ended by asking you to make a list of five things that you could do that would make your life worse. Did you do that? I suppose we have two possible answers here. Yes and no. Now, you could answer back with blue, but that wouldn't make much sense, so I'm going to go with yes and no. No matter what your answer is, I have something for you. If the answer is no, then just take a moment and scribble down or think of something, at least one thing, that you can do that would make your life worse, that would make your life worse now or in the next 24 hours, so that we can go on with this example. Just something with no doubts. You're just 100% certain that this thing that you could do would make your life worse. Start now. And for the rest of you, the ones that answered yes, and perhaps even the ones that answered blue, look over the answers for just a moment as we get caught up here. We're going to take just a time out for just a moment. There, that should do it. Let's go on. Can we all agree that there are plenty of things that we could do that would certainly make our lives worse? Little things, big things, all kinds of things. Slam a door on your finger. Punch a policeman in the nose. Unplug your refrigerator. Give your spouse or your significant other some real looks of disgust. Poke a bear with a sharp stick. The list is just limitless. You can go on and on like this, and some of them are funny to talk about. They wouldn't be too funny to do. 
Can we totally and completely agree that you have the power to make your life worse? Are you 100% convinced that you can do many things over the next 24 hours that would make your life considerably worse? Can I get you to commit to that belief? I just want to make sure that I'm playing on this and that we are in total agreement. If you have any doubts that you can do things that will make your life worse, just take a hammer and beat on your thumbs for a while and get back with me after a day of trying to work with those sore thumbs and see if you didn't do something that made your life worse. Of course, I don't want you to beat on your thumbs with a hammer. I just want you to get honest here and admit that you can do things that will make your life worse. What is the point here? Have I taken leave of my senses? Well, not quite. You see, if you look up the definition for the word change in the dictionary, you will only find one definition for the word the way we commonly use that word. Change is when things don't stay the same. That's it. That's all she wrote. There isn't one word or definition for positive change and another word or definition for negative change. Change is just change, good or bad. Look it up. I think we've established that you have the power in your very own hands to change your life for the worse in a very short time. Change is when things just don't stay the same. There's no doubt that you can do things that cause things not to stay the same in your life. Since there's only one word and definition for change, that means that you also have the power to make positive changes in your life and change things for the better in a very short time. It is the same power that you have to make things not stay the same and change for the worse. Resistance futile here. You'd have to be superstitious to believe otherwise. If you can change things for the worse, then you can change things for the better. Change is just one coin, but it has two sides. You'd never try to agree that heads on a coin is one coin, and then the tails on the same coin is another coin, and you only had the one coin because you could see the head side, but not the other coin because you couldn't see the tail side while looking at the head side. It's just one coin, not two different coins, and you know that. One side of the coin is positive, and the other side is negative change. It isn't two coins. It's the same coin, and you have it. Heads and tails in your hand. One coin and the same power in your hands to change for better or for worse. As a matter of fact, there are things that you're doing right now that make your life better, or that is, changes your life for the better, and if you just quit doing these things, your life would get worse, in some cases much worse. What if you just quit eating? What about not communicating or talking with people? What if you quit that? What about not setting the alarm in the morning to get up to go to work? If you're doing that now, what if you just quit? You're doing all these things and many, many more and getting positive benefits from them. And if you quit any of them, your life would get worse. That means you're doing things now that change your life for the better. And you can certainly do more things just like that to create more positive changes and more positive results in your life. Now, if you're honest, and why not be, then you must admit that you really do have the power to make positive changes in your life. Take an index card and write this statement on it. I now believe in the power and possibility of positive change in my life. Write that statement on an index card and in your notebook. You do have a notebook for this podcast, don't you? If not, it might be a good idea to get one 
and write that down in it. Refer to it frequently and just say it out loud with certainty and emotion. And then nobody has to hear you. You can do it in private. You're priming the pump for a positive change in your life when you do this exercise. Why did we take the negative route to get here? Because as I've taught hundreds of people in groups, I find that even the most negative, doom and gloom, woe is me people, can think or picture of things getting worse. It just seems easier with a lot of people to start with a negative example because they won't resist and fight the lesson that way. I found out that my greatest difficulty to overcome when teaching this is to get people to stop fighting me when I'm trying to help them. And the negative route is one way to do that. Remember, I asked you in the beginning to just consider that I might be right. Here's a good place to try that. Just allow yourself to consider that you have the power to make changes in your life that would bring dramatic, positive results quickly. In some cases, very quickly. Just imagine that for a while. I think you'll find that it doesn't hurt a thing. Your roof won't cave in. Your floor won't fall out from under you. I think you'll find it is perfectly safe to believe that you can change your life for the better. So you do have the power to change your life for the better. So why don't you use it? The answer is in one word, and it's the most powerful earthly force that exists when it comes to human behavior. The word is homeostasis. It's a Greek word that is put together from two words that mean similar and standing still. You might even say that homeostasis is similar to standing still. It refers to things not changing, and in times of change, it means I'm standing still waiting for the train wreck. Our world in many ways is changing faster than ever before, and homeostasis is hard at work trying to keep us the same. That can be a virtual train wreck. You have a built-in mechanism and a built-in process to keep you the same. Homeostasis is in every area of your life. When it warms up, you begin to sweat to keep your body temperature the same. Let it cool down enough, and you'll start to shiver to keep your body temperature the same. When you start getting dehydrated, you'll develop thirst, a strong desire to drink and rehydrate to keep your fluid levels the same. If you lose weight, then you get off of that diet, what happens to most people? The weight comes back. Homeostasis is in your cells. It's in your habits. It's in your mind. Every cell in your body tries to keep its water level the same. Every cell in the body tries to keep the sugar levels, the salt levels, the protein content the same. If it fails and these things fall outside of a narrow range, then the cell dies. Enough cells die and you die. Homeostasis is a very powerful force in life, your life. You probably put the same foot in your pants first every time you put your pants on. Or you put the same shoe on first every day and you don't even know it. You probably drive home from work the same way most days. You probably have missed a turn more than once when you tried to change how you drove home to make a stop somewhere else on the way home on a particular day. You drive home by habit. If you've driven the same route home regularly for a while, you don't give it much thought. You just drive home by habit, and homeostasis loves habits. Habits are a manifestation of homeostasis in the mind. Your habits define who you are and what you do. Change your habits, and you change your life. Homeostasis is hard at work to keep you from changing your habits, 
You say, today I'm going on a diet. And homeostasis quietly says, we will see how long that lasts. Think of homeostasis as being like a thermostat. When you set the heating and the cooling thermostat in your home to 74 degrees, and the temperature rises to 74.2, probably nothing happens. Let it go up to 74.6, and probably still nothing happens. But somewhere, maybe at 74.8 degrees, or maybe even at 75 degrees, the thermostat turns on the air conditioner, and the temperature returns to where you set the thermostat. Now, the same is true with the heating. Uh, 73.8, and nothing happens. But somewhere, maybe at 72 degrees, the thermostat turns on, and the heat comes on, and the temperature returns to the set point. The temperature can vary in a narrow range and nothing happened, but let it get out of that narrow range and then there's an action. It may not be quite that obvious, but as adults in this modern world we live, we have a financial thermostat. We have relation thermostats. We have a lot of thermostats. Let your bank balance drop below a certain level and then you'll become uncomfortable. You start to look for ways to make money and get it in the bank or at least in your hands. If you can get enough money in the bank, you knock off work and quit. Don't think so? Well, have you ever heard of retirement? When things are going well in your relationship, you often ignore your spouse probably or your significant other to some extent. But when things either fall below a certain level or they rise above a certain level, your relationship thermostat kicks in and that is exactly where some marital spats and fights come from. Fortunately, it's also where flowers and home-cooked romantic dinners come from, too. Here's the problem. Try to make more money and build some wealth, and before you know it, your financial thermostat kicks out, and there you are falling right back to where you were before and wondering, what happened? I've seen people sabotage themselves in the most mysterious ways. We'll talk more about that later and how that happens. Just know that it happens. Uh, So what do you do? Do you get rid of homeostasis? We have a name for people that get rid of their homeostasis. We call them dead. Their temperature drops, their bank account drops, and they don't get their vital statistics within those narrow ranges anymore. We call that narrow range life. There are several ways to have homeostasis and still make progress on your goals and still stay alive. One way is to reset your thermostat for any area you want to change. Want to make more money? then raise the setting on your financial thermostat. It can really be done. Things are easier if you know how. For example, the human resource manager asked the man applying for a job how he justified such a high starting salary when the man had no experience at this job. The man replied, I find things are much harder when you don't know how to do them or know what you're doing. Now, on the other hand, they really are much easier if you do know how to do them, and I will teach you a method... And it's a wonderful method to reset this thermostat again and again, raising it higher and higher, and we'll do that later in this series. Another way to change your life and have homeostasis is to sneak up on it. Small changes can be made in ways that don't trip the homeostasis thermostat. At least they don't trip it when it comes to changing habits and our results. Now, for thirst and body temperature, those bodily functions are another matter. But when it comes to changing habits and our results in life, it can be done. Now, why is it that people that lose weight slowly over a period of time are much more likely to keep that weight off? 
it is because they didn't declare war on their weight thermostat. They sneaked up on it. Now, you can also fool your thermostat. Put a bag of ice on your home thermostat and it'll turn the heat on in the middle of summer. Now, there are ways you can fool your financial thermostat and other thermostats too. In fact, people with anorexia often have just such a problem. They lose weight and their feedback mechanism often keeps telling them that they're still much too fat and they just keep losing weight. There's a breakdown in the feedback thermostat loop. We can affect that feedback thermostat loop to accomplish the things we want when we want to make change. Now, you don't have to know and understand all of this for it to work for you. You don't have to know how a car works to drive or operate a car. Uh, you may never have seen a piston, and you may not know an engine insert bearing from being overbearing. But you can still drive a car if you know how to operate a car. You don't have to know how it works internally. Well, the same is true here. I'm bringing all this up for several reasons. One being it is easier to use if you know that there's some sort of explanation for all of this, even if you didn't bother to get all the details and understand it. So let's get a handle on what we discussed today. You can change your life for the worse, so that means you can change your life for the better. Because the power to change is neutral. You can use it for better or for worse. In fact, you're already doing things that make your life better. And you can do more. Write down, I now believe in the power and possibility of positive change in my life on an index card and in your notebook. And repeat it several times daily when you're alone, while mustering up a little positive emotion, please. This will prime you for success. Your subconscious is always listening in, and we'll talk about that more in some detail later. If you don't want to do this, then don't. It isn't in my life. It's yours. I'm just telling you what I found works to make positive changes in people's lives after I struggled myself for decades and did 30 years of research and later years I worked with hundreds of people. Here is the secret to faith and affirmations. We don't say things and believe things because we think they are likely to happen. We say affirmations and believe in faith to make things likely to happen. If you think repeating an affirmation is silly, you probably have a great need to repeat affirmations. Next, we talked about homeostasis. Homeostasis wants to keep your life the same as it is now and keep you doing whatever you're doing now, which means you're going to keep getting whatever you're getting now. Now, don't knock it. Whatever you have been doing has kept you alive this long. So homeostasis is placing all of its bets on the no-change plan. Homeostasis acts like a thermostat to keep things the same in your life, even if you're trying to make your life better. But we have ways of dealing with thermostats, don't we? Now, the last point is, is that we don't have to understand all of this to make it work. People that don't understand gravity still fall down with amazing regularity. Check the website for resources on these and other topics, and for the next section, I'm going to introduce you to Tom. Now, Tom's nice to know, but Tom is a little strange. Until then, my heart's desire is for you to be blessed. That's it for this podcast. If you're serious about this, then be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any lessons as we go through the series. The website is www.3stepstowealth.com and you must spell the word three so that makes it www.threestepstowealth.com 
Three Steps to Wealth. Spell the word three, just don't use the numeral in the address. If you're serious about success, wealth, and a better life, I'm just suggesting that a website named Three Steps to Wealth could be useful. There's a free download section on the website and also a blog. You might want to make a note of it to check the website and to check it often because we add material pretty frequently. There's a feed link for the blog as well as an RSS link to subscribe to the podcast. Till next time, it's my heart's desire that you're blessed. This podcast is a production of Hogan Life and is copyrighted 2013 by Scott Hogue, The Three Steps to Wealth. Since your conditions are dependent on your personal circumstances, and since laws and circumstances can change quickly, we must insist that in any endeavor where there's risk, you must consult with a competent professional. Scott Hogue is an educator and does not provide personal professional advice in any area. Companies and trademarks mentioned in these podcasts belong to their owners and not to Scott Hogue or the Three Steps to Wealth. The endorsement of the companies or people mentioned in these podcasts or they of this material is not implied. All music is the property of the rights and copyright holders and has been licensed for use here. This is a production of Hogue Online, copyright 2013. All rights reserved.